0: All right. Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Tailgate here on Raider Nation Radio on this Wednesday. Lindsey Brown, Vinny Bonsignor. I'm Clay Baker. We're all here in Las Vegas and Vinny is live in Indianapolis for Radio Row for the NFL Combine. Hit us up on the text line 702-365-9200 as well as on X at RR 920 AM as we will get your thoughts on the phones and on the text. And we we'll also give you a chance to win two thousand and twenty four dollars. And we also have another four-pack of tickets for the Rugby Nationals at Allegiant Stadium this weekend. So keep listening for your chances to win. And as we said, the aforementioned Vinny Bonsignor live on the road in Indianapolis for the NFL Combine. Good morning, Vinny. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
0: Hey, we're good, thank you. We're well, well, we, we got an and update ready.
2: this morning. We have yeah. breaking news to, <laughs> to lead this show with because uh, uh, we have some correspondence that we go over pre show because we're true professionals, making sure that everybody's locked in, loaded, what we're gonna talk about. Every
0: stone unturned. But
2: uh you have a <laughs> dog. To, uh, to, to mix up some messages here and there. And sometimes ah, we receive things that aren't meant for it, us. Let's
1: keep it. Uh, let's, let's not get too personal. Well, I know. <laughs>
2: but nothing, nothing too crazy. Breaking but news. I, yes. I, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I not find need. Out we but, don't
1: need exact numbers or anything.
2: But you're, you've cut your electric bill down. I mean, yes. how, how does one achieve such a feat in in a place uh, like this? Because the summertime, uh, I get a text message pretty much every day saying I've spent twenty dollars on ke- keeping my my place cool. <laughs> and then in the winter time, you got to turn that heat up. So tell us your secret.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it's called a uh, uh, having a wife that pays attention to all that and is a. Um, Drives a hard bargain on, um, you know, uh, and same thing in the in the summertime. Uh, you know, we'll you'll, we're going to sweat in the Boston household. Uh, that's for sure. And you just you just deal with it. So she regulates, um, oh. and uh, and thank God for that, honestly, because if it was me, the house would be like 65 degrees, 24 <laughs> seven, even in the winter probably, uh, and we would be racking up. You know, I, I've talked to friends and like, oh yeah, I paid a thousand dollars for my. Electric bill. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, how do you let it get to that point? So, uh, but you know, it does get a little bit more uh, expensive, obviously, during the summer. You have to account for that. And then during the winter, um, you know, you got to turn the heat on. It gets cold in Las Vegas, but still, uh, we, we, we regulate it and it, it went down. See, this is the time of year, and in full disclosure, I accidentally texted. Lindsay and uh, Clay, <laughs> uh, some balances on some uh, cards. Because at this time of the month, my wife always, you know, te- texts me uh, and says, hey, I need the balance and payment dates and da-da-da of this, 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 is this, 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 and this. You know, and I, I send her all the information and then she takes care of it from there.
0: I like that uh, she keeps you a part of it, like to let you know that, hey, you know, we're a partnership on this, but she's really the one writing all the checks and, you know, taking care of everything. But she kind of like keeps you your hand in it a little well, bit, you know, yeah,
1: no, no <laughs> doubt about it. And I, I have to I have to say um, I totally outkicked my coverage uh, with my beautiful wife. And um, but as beautiful as she uh, is, and she's gorgeous uh, back in the day, like when we first met, you know, I would say, man, you know, you're just incredibly beautiful but the way you balance a budget, um, it's just I can't even. It's just, I'm like I'm like ecstatic right now. So am right. so really in love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was it was, and you know when you when you do get married, obviously and you have family. It's important, you know. And I'm not the money type of a person. Um, I can I can make it, uh, but when it comes to you know budgeting it and all that kind of stuff, it's never been a strength of mine. And so I thank God every day uh, for my beautiful wife Lynn and uh, and how she uh, is able to to manage that. Uh, part of it and it, it truly is a partnership and and we look at it like that so um you're a real MVP uh, Lynn, you're a real Lynn. MVP.
2: No, I no will say what is the what is the cap that she puts on for the summertime in-house temperature I, I'm curious because you said you you're going to sweat in that household and I understand that but what's the how cold will she go
1: oh, well oh you mean during the during, during the, the summer. summer yep well the way the way we do it uh, and there's there's multiple ways to look at this because you know we did our research before moving from california um to las vegas of course because he did it is a concern research. I mean, you, you have to because we didn't need <laughs> air conditioners in california we didn't even need heaters in california to be honest with you so um you know uh, obviously there's definitely benefits it, it costs way less to live in las vegas and that's great but um, when it comes to things like your your air conditioner at home, you're obviously going to need it, and sometimes, you know, uh, talking to people, they'll, they'll let it get out of hand uh, during the during the summer months. So what we do is we just keep it off until we absolutely have to have it on, and we'll put it on for a little while, uh, cool it off a little bit, and um, and well, and turn it off as as quickly as it as it gets. Turn it off. Yeah, in the, in the summer, absolutely. So, so then, so
0: you would, then you the, then the, then then you watch the thermostat get up to like eighty three again. And you're like all right now we got to turn it on
1: well it, it'll probably have to go a little bit higher than 83. You know, Ooh, 83 are you 80, kidding 80, me 83 is definitely doable <laughs> I oh think. my god um, you know uh so <laughs> and you clo- you definitely close the windows so you as cool in the house as you as you possibly can uh so yeah that's how we do it and it's worked and um you know uh uh yeah. Now, when when I go to, I travel a lot. So uh, yeah, you go in a hotel, yeah, then you hotel you have the power. It. It's yeah. back oh. in your court. I don't. Well, when I when I travel by myself, it's definitely in my court. And me and my son are we are we, we you know sometimes you, as a family you travel, so sometimes you got to you know share the share the <laughs> hotel room. And he and I are uh, directly in line on on the coolness. But then my wife and daughter. Uh, it's a little bit different for them, so guess who wins that battle? Uh, it's not Vinia and Noah, I can assure you that. So, um, yeah, uh, but but for me, <laughs> if it could be sixty-seven, sixty-five, okay. I'm, I'm good to go. Absolutely. All
0: right, that's good. Also, breaking news: the Apple bill is due, so make sure we send that information in. Yes. Uh, to right, the so. Apple card. <laughs> right. The Apple card. All right, so you got a chance to uh, hang out with uh, Tom Telesco. There was pressers, there were scrums. Uh, what did you take away as far as like uh, kind of like getting an idea of their sense of staff and the way they've had to kind of like rebuild things to go in a, you know, have from scouts and evaluators and everybody on the same page for this moment so they can evaluate everything that they have in front of them?
1: Yeah, and that's definitely an ongoing uh, process. You know, there's new faces, there's some old, there's some carryovers. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I feel like uh, based on what Tom Telesco said, he was really impressed with a lot of the holdovers, um, you know, and feels like, people uh in place and really before we get to that one thing that really struck me um because the last time we had talked to Tom Telesco was at his introductory press conference and that's been a little bit of a it's been a couple minutes since we last talked to him and at that point he didn't know I mean yeah he knew the Raiders peripherally you know um especially after, obviously, interviewing. He didn't have some sort of a command on the Raiders roster at that point when he interviewed for the job. But it was nothing like what he was ultimately going to do almost from the minute he left that podium when he talked to us. uh, What was it, January 29th or -hmm. whatever day that was? He was going directly into his office uh, to go scour film because the first thing that he needs to do uh, and his staff that he's working with is get a handle on this roster right now, whether it's guys to decide to keep whether it's guys to decide to part ways with, uh, whether it's just to decide what the strengths of the team, what the weaknesses of the team, and just get a handle, and that takes a long time because you're literally looking at pretty much, every, no, not pretty much, you're looking at every play uh, from last season, and, and oftentimes you're going, you're rewinding it and watching it from this player's perspective and that player's perspective, on and so on and so forth, to try to get a handle on your team. And I really was um, was was intrigued by what he said. His his first and primary takeaway was the toughness of this football team, and he puts a premium on toughness. It's not just the physical toughness, and I think we saw that on display uh, last year, but the mental toughness because, as he explained it yesterday, think about what this team went through last year. Um, think about how it started. Think about where it was in the middle of the season. Think about what happened in the middle of the sure. season. You know, You don't just change your – um, coach you change your offensive coordinator then you change your co- your, your quarterback you go to a rookie quarterback uh, who, who had you know barely barely played up until that point and the record was what the record was and it was obviously not where it needed to be that's why the coach got fired the general manager gets fired and all of these things that sort of piled up against the Raiders could have sent them hurling in one direction or the other well what Tom Telesco was, uh, was was really pleased about and what struck him about this football team. And he feels like this is a starting point uh, for this team and something to really build on. And why he doesn't believe this is any kind of a tear down situation was the toughness that they displayed to hang in there uh, and play and never quit. Um, and they played through the finish line and, and, you know, one thing that he's also w- was also talking about was how the finish last year. And we talked about this, you guys. We talked about how the finish felt like a beginning almost, uh, even in that locker room after that Denver game, how it didn't feel like they were ending something. It was almost, it almost felt like they felt that like they're on the prefaces of something. Well, talking to Tom yesterday about how many players are in the building day in and day out over in, in Henderson, uh, which he's like, wow, this, this, this really doesn't happen <laughs> everywhere. And, Coming from experience, I mean, he's been a general manager for 10 years, been in the NFL since, 19, what, 1991. Um, he knows. He knows that he's not He's not talking out of his ear right there. He, this is something unusual for him to see so many players at the facility at this stage of the offseason. Uh, and it's really impressive. And what he surmised from that is I think they feel like there's something to build on. They want to get back to it ASAP. And, and that's a really cool note. the for the general manager to kind of sit back and 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 recognize that and see that
2: if you had a chance to ask a prospect a question in the official combine interview room because i'm pretty sure all that's getting going today what would you throw at them to get a read and why
1: Well, I mean, each player has a different story, you know, so so you're going to ask different players different questions. You know, some guys are coming off injuries. Uh, Some guys are coming off down years. Some guys made coaching changes. Uh, Some guys are first-round picks. Some guys are seventh-round picks. Some guys are undrafted free agent uh, categories. So what is it that you want to prove this week? What do you want to do on the field? Uh, whether it is to solidify your draft spot, hold on to your draft spot, or enhance your draft spot, I think everybody's trying uh, to do that. You know, what are you conveying when you're sitting with, uh, you know, uh, with with teams and, and talking to them, and they're making you go up to, the, asking you to go up to the whiteboard and draw out a play to fit that defense or to attack that that kind of a defense. So, it's I don't think there's any generic uh, uh, kind of a question. Uh, you kind of have to do your homework on on each of these guys and kind of understand where uh, they're coming from and what their story are story is and and sort of get to the bottom of what they're trying to accomplish here. There's a guy that's going to be talking. Uh, from the University of Texas. Um, uh, uh, His last name is Sweat. He's a defensive tackle. He didn't weigh in uh, at the scouting combine because he's a huge, huge dude, and I think he probably was a little overweight at that point. So now he's going to weigh in. Uh, I think if he hasn't done it already today, he's going to do it at some point uh, today, and I think all eyes are on him. He's a disruptive player, a really good player. It's never been an issue in terms of the production uh, but it's something, obviously, to keep an eye on. There were some rumors that he had, you know, uh, was, was over 400 pounds when he got to the, got to the uh, uh, Senior Bowl and refused to get on the, on the scale, probably for obvious reasons. Well, has he cut the weight, and is he in better shape now? And what was the deal over there in Mobile, Alabama? So that's a question that you would ask uh, somebody like that. But I think everybody has like sort of a unique story, um, and, and you, you want to figure out what their story is and then ask questions based on that story.
2: See, I would ask them what the ultimate prize at Chuck E. Cheese for them would be and how they would go about achieving it, like what their plan of action would be. I would just give them a situational thing like that and, and see how, how they would go about it.
1: <laughs> well, hey, everyone to each their own. You know, there's 32 teams out here, Lindsay. They mm-hmm. all ask different types of questions. So, nobody has, the, uh, nobody you...
2: has the, the gall to ask about their plan of action and, at Chuck E. Cheese. This ain't the would, same okay, thing as Dave and Buster's, right, so, okay? This, so, is, this is a different uh, plan.
1: I'll flip it this on you. Then what are you what is ex- as the questioner, what yeah. is exactly what you know there's obviously a reason why you're asking that question and you're going to feel good about a certain answer and bad about a certain answer and maybe your grade, your draft grade is going to be predicated on that answer. So what exactly are you fishing for there?
2: Well, I'm seeing if this is a group thing, right? It depends on the prize that you're trying to pick out. Is it a communal prize? Is it one of those prizes where it's the the nail thing where you put your face up into it and then it contorts around it? Do you know that toy that mm. I'm talking about? Yeah, no, that's and, a,
0: that's in the mid-shelf you gotta sure. do pretty good there. And,
2: and the lengths that you're willing to go. Are you a slow roller that's willing to go back multiple times to earn such prize? Are you gonna go with the group? Is yes. there a pooling together the resources? Or are you going for the whole thing today? And what are you willing to do in order to make that your reality? Because I do a little machine bumping myself, a little hip. Little sure. hip bump on the. If
0: you get more. There's a there's mm-hmm. one where
2: you put the token down, it falls all the way down, and there's like thousands of them, and they build up, and then you try to get them to push over the edge. Oh
0: right, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and
2: that one is where you go to make big bucks on tickets, because every time that little pusher goes a little bit more, you just oh a little love tap. Oh, I just I just bumped bump. into the machine. Oh, just fifty more of them <laughs> fell down. Look at that! What a skill I I'm have. Just an
0: innocent person on their birthday. Correct. I'm not a bad person. I think
2: it just I think it could show what's your will to win. What's your what's your team of approach? What type of leader are you? Are you an so instant gratification type of person?
1: So what's the answer that's going to say, yeah, he's off our draft board?
2: Ooh, oh, uh, that would be, I don't care. I just want the candy. Cause that means you could just play skee ball twice and get a couple of laffy taffies. I got no time for you. We're taking this place for all that it's worth. That's
0: me. That's I'm the guy that's like, look, I I just it feels like it's a mountain too hard to climb. I'm just gonna go for the easy candy because at least I can get the candy, right? Come on. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm a solo artist.
2: You want the (laughs) finger handcuffs? That's as that's as high as you're willing to aim. I've had too many
0: of those. I've had too many of the pencil toppers. I need to have candy, something I can uh, work with. Some laffy taffy. Oh here. my god,
1: Lindsay? You, <laughs> you know you're playing into the hands of uh, of the of, of the big businessman by by sticking with that game, right? What do you mean? <laughs> just, they're they fooling you into thinking that there's actually a chance. I think Chuck and has gonna, kids to
2: send to college. I'm just and, I'm just there to contribute. And you're contribute. just going to be
1: you're you're over there playing their game. You're <laughs> going to mm-hmm. be willingly pumping in quarters or whatever it is nowadays and playing their game, knowing that there really isn't any uh, chance to win that maybe like a off chance but you're going to you're going to actually be a sucker, so I would I would look wow. at you as a mark.
2: Wow. Uh, Vinny, I don't think you understand how prolific I am at the old mm. carnival games. The Minnesota State Fair literally had to make a rule because of me like 15 years ago, but that's a different story for a different day. You and I, my friend, have a date with Skee-Ball one of these times, and we're going <laughs> to well, yeah, see. I, we're going to see, and I'm going to win you a giant ass pencil, Vinny, and I want you to bring that to every single Raiders press conference. That's the I, bet I'm willing to make, I, that I will wipe the floor with you. I'm Whoever. with
1: you on I'm with you on ball, but the uh but the uh, that that game where you try to go get the toy with the uh with the hook and everything like that the crane? yeah you might yeah that I that I can't
0: The it the craig claw.
2: Claw.
1: yeah i don't know i don't know are you getting what you want or are you just or or is it just like yeah what you, at you the
2: can the kid casino it's part it's it's about having the experience in the game the prize is just the end point.
1: no yeah not if you're go- but you're you're saying you're not if you're going for that big prize that you're never going to get cuz i i think oh, there's I things it. in there that aren't that aren't gettable, um, Mm. and you're just going to be pumping your money in. And like I said, I'm looking at you as a mark. Then oh we got another one, we got another one. We're gonna make we're gonna make you know eight dollars and seventy six cents from uh, from from Lindsay today. Watch watch her just sit there mm-hmm. and, uh, and and attack this, knowing full well, probably in the back of her head, it's never you're never you're never gonna get what you want. Yeah, Worth you're gonna it. get something. Where is it? get something. There you go. Oh, I know. That's and, so good. And, and they count on you. They count on. That.
0: They could see her coming. Yeah, like
1: once put every that four game years when I there. roll and she's back. <laughs> get off uh, the carpet. It's a code
0: red, people. Lindsay's back. Hey, before uh, I know you got to peel off, you got an interview coming up uh, quickly. uh, uh, But you know what? Did you find anything And maybe in the questions that were asked to Tom Telesco about uh, characteristics of the quarterback class that you're looking for? And he brought up the words toughness and leadership. Uh, you know, it's beyond like the realm of like, all right, yeah, you definitely want those kind of things, but I think that sort of separates of like, all right, that's that's a different category of things that he's coveting and cherishing that may not be on your normal board of like, all right, do we got speed and mobility? Do we have accuracy downfield? He's looking at different things.
1: Yeah, and you know, each each player is going to bring their their various skill set to the uh, to the table. Uh, but, but but first and foremost, and I think he's correct uh, in this. Uh, there's so much of this of the quarterback position that's played above the head, uh, or excuse me, above okay. the shoulder, um, And so you have to have that. Whatever your skill set is, whether you're a running quarterback, whether you're sitting in the pocket uh, and, and, and throw the ball, whatever it is that you bring to the table from a skills standpoint, you also have to be able to sit back and manage games at the line of scrimmage, understand what pass defenses are, understand what concepts are. All of those things are a must as well. And it was interesting because when, when we talked to him, off to the side, I, I I listed all the quarterbacks that he's worked with over the years at the various teams that he's worked with: Jim Kelly, Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert. These are elite quarterbacks, uh, and and I was curious to to ask him, like, look, you know, uh, having worked with that caliber of quarterback, do you feel like that's a necessity, and and, and how do you feel like it helps you in terms of you know uh, evaluating uh, quarterbacks and knowing what you need at that position? Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of struck me as that where it really helps him is he got a firsthand view of how hard those guys worked and not just on the field, because that's part of it. But there's also watching film, how you watch film, um, how how in tune are you uh, with the game plan and the X's and O's and that process inside the building he goes everyone sees what happens on the field you can see what happens on practice you can see what happens on game day but that but that vantage point of seeing a jim kelly or a peyton manning uh, or a philip rivers who is notorious for uh being in the film room and, and trying to create any sort of edge that he could have when he's playing against the defense and i guess justin herbert is is sort of the the you know cut from the same cloth seeing what's required from that position in from from that vantage point and so for him he feels like working with those quarterbacks those types of quarterbacks uh gives him a little bit of a leg up on what it is that you need to look for from that perspective
0: well it's fascinating stuff great stuff Vinny. thank you man for uh popping on i know you got to run uh let's get to go talk
1: to byron murphy who um, you know if the raiders big body if the raiders if he's kind of an aaron donald kind of a guy and uh which i use i don't i Mm -hmm. i rarely ever go there uh, but there are some definite Aaron Donald uh, tendencies. He's a defensive tackle from Texas, uh, who could possibly be there at 13. He's kind of, you know, uh, or projected to go in that range. And he he's somebody that if the Raiders stay at 13 and go defensive line, uh, you put him in the interior alongside of Max Crosby, uh, and that could be a lights out defensive line. So going to go quickly talk to Byron Murphy and see if he's talked to the Raiders and uh, try to get a leg up on on old Byron Murphy.
0: All right, fantastic. Thank you, Vinny. We'll talk you to you soon it. as Vinny is live at in the Indianapolis NFL Combine and we'll give you more information and more sounds from the Combine as well. Got some great player sounds and we'll get a little further into the Tom Telesco stuff from yesterday, all that and more. Yeah, so I've, I've seen most of them. Um, it's a pretty deep class. The last five or six years, you know, especially skill positions as far as receivers and quarterbacks, they've been very deep classes and they've been coming in the league and contributing earlier than they used to. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with high school football and summer 7-on-7, seven seven. the fact that teams throw the ball so much more in high school than they used to, as well as in college. So we're getting players coming to this level, of quarterbacks, receivers that are really pretty skilled. Um, so I think that's a positive, but I think this year's class is, is relatively deep. I think next year's class is,
1: not, is, uh, is really early on, but there's, there could be some depth there as well.
0: Raiders general manager Tom Telesco from the combine yesterday talking about scouting the quarterback class. We'll get into more of that with Vinny, but it, now nah, is the time. Let's go. The drums. Let's get the drums.
2: Bringing the drums. drums. Bring in the, drums. Let's get the money out. Let's go. Do you know that Andre 3000 released, uh, I think it was a flute album earlier this year? Oh, really? Like, yeah.
0: Like the Pan Flute? or I'm like unsure, but let's yeah. just
2: say it's a departure from most of his artistry, but we're going to support that. We love that for Andre 3000, and we love this for all of the nation because uh, Radiation Radio is starting your year off with a chance to hit the jackpot every Monday through Friday. Yes! You could win! 2,024 doll hairs. There's a code we will give out. What you do with that code is you text it to 702-365-9200 to register. This contest is open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you text us in the hours that aren't in those brackets, it doesn't count. So you can officially text us in now. Running all through the rest of the day as you listen to Raider Nation Radio, JT, Q Myers from the Combine. you got plenty of... Uh, opportunities to win this $2,024. Again, part of their jackpot giveaway. Thanks to Lois Broadcasting and Raider Nation Radio. And today's word, today's code word. Oh, here it comes. Rebels, R-E-B-E-L-S, Rebels. Send that in to (laughs) 702-365-9200.
0: Yes, rebels. I need a Text check. it in. All right, one per day, and your name goes into a hat, and we do a drawing at the end, and everyone's got a really good chance of winning two thousand and twenty-four dollars from the people who love you the most. Lotus Broadcasting, thank you for listening. We hook you up here. Uh, we got a lot more to get oh, into today, oh, and um, oh, and also wh- Craig Williams has informed uh, me uh, uh, that after our nitro cross. Uh, We gave away a pair of Nitro Cross tickets, I'm like, the phone was burning up for a couple hours on this. And he's like, all right, let's give you some more. So in about uh, 10, 12 minutes, we'll give you another pair of Nitro Cross tickets at Planet Hollywood, that wild event that's taking place Saturday and Sunday. We'll hook you up. We'll get you tickets for Friday's race thanks to Craig Williams thanks and everybody. C-Dub. Listen to the love. You do
2: teenage dramedies better than anybody I know and <laughs> <Yeah>. tickets to Nitro <laughs> <you're> right. Cross.
0: <laughs> you, you, you check all the boxes, buddy. Yeah. I love it. Um, from the text line, or 702-365-9200, Roloff Raider uh, adamantly is saying, Vinny's tripping." Arizona summers are no joke either. We keep our home at 72 degrees, and that's even almost pushing it. We never open the blinds. We have blackout curtains on every window, and ceiling fans never stop spinning.
2: Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans on the 83, and then we turn the AC off. I I I, I just
0: don't I, I, I don't have know what questions. world you're living in. Yeah. Your
2: your walls are gonna start sweating.
0: It will take no time at all for your house to heat right back up if you turn the AC off and you're just like, yeah, we'll just wait. Until Would you say it's, it's
2: inefficient because... to do that? Well, We've got to have some HVAC people that listen to the show. HVAC, I know that we do. We need your help on yeah, this. Can you cause... tell us how to best combat the Vegas heat? Because right. I had somebody go up to me at the only place that I'm a VIP in this town, which is at my dispensary. And they said that they think that there's going to be an early summer arrival here. Because we're, we're starting to feel some heat already. And it's mm, you know, it's just about to be March. or it could Pisces just be, season.
0: Could just be a mild summer, too. That often happens when it gets warm like this. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: All I know is that it's about to get windy, right? Windy, yeah, yes, windy it is, is windy. March-ish. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, when you fly now. in yeah. to, to Las Vegas during this part of the year, just buckle up.
0: Roll off Raider. Yes. On the fans. Keep those on. I don't, Blackout yeah. curtains. Great idea. Opening up the blinds. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Be careful. Uh, but at the same time, HVAC, uh, Texas, 702-365-9200. Or call us. Let us know. Because for me, I have to think like you keep a range of like, all right, you're – Your highest is at like 83, 84, and then your coldest is at 79. That's how I can work it so I can keep the balance, the budget balance. You can
2: sleep in 79. I can
0: sleep in 79 with a a series of fans around me, yes. And uh, and you know what? I've I've had to do this out of necessity. Even the Even with the equal pay plan on the NV Energy bill. So I'm paying the same amount every month. So yeah. I can I can avoid the you know four hundred dollar bill for a for a monthly charge. Yeah, in the July. flex
2: the flex pay pay so as you like, go accumulate and then pay down the debt eventually. It, it
0: it is it's just one flat rate every month. So even on a month like this where I'm not using a lot of electricity, yeah, I'm still, spe- I'm still spending like one hundred forty. I don't
2: I don't know what plan I'm on. I need to I need to check this before the the season truly hits because I'm on the one where it'll have money in the account and it'll like draw the money down and then once it gets to a certain balance, it'll take more money out of my actual bank account. Out. So once it That's gets probably below what I should be twenty yes, bucks, right. it takes money out. In the summertime, I am not joking. I get probably a text per day, if not two. And I'm not, tri- I'm not living in sixty-seven, dude. Like yeah. I- I'm really not. I but- had
0: I had to get rid of those because they were letting me know like usage. I'm not even at home. I'm doing the well, show, I, and they're letting I, me it's know annoying. about usage. It
2: takes us out of whatever we're doing, yeah. but then also just as as someone who dances with the overdraft fees on a daily basis sometimes that extra 20 bucks puts you over. I'm like, I got to pay this other bill, dude. (laughs) Right. I can't, I can't get an interest payment to make. What are you doing to me? But like, that's the thing. It's like, Everything costs money.
0: It does, and uh, that's hilarious to think that Vinny is actually turning the AC off in the summer to wait. Uh, no, no, no. And no I, I'm having a feeling here. they're not telling him the like, truth.
2: I, back home, <laughs> you know, you know about the basement lifestyle. Like a good basement can save you a lot of grief in the summertime yeah, in the Midwest, and yeah. also when the tornadoes come it's for incredible. you. It's great, yeah. But here, you, there, there's no basement. No basements. Here. You, you can't dig into the ground like that. You're on and your so, own. there's no escape. There's no cellar. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about dripping from the walls? But at least yes. it's fr- like some. Sometimes in the summertime, I would go down there and I swear to you, it was like 59 degrees in there. I was like, I need to get my golf, like w- my golf gloves out, the warm ones. That's,
0: that's because a spirit activity was down in there. Even the even the ghosts were getting too. There hot. There were ghosts like, in my
2: house. Yeah, there okay. were ghosts in my house. We did we did establish that based off a of previous ownership that uh, met some not so great ends.
0: Well, there there are times that I almost wish were cold spots in my house in the summertime because it's like, yeah, please, spirit activities, just drift in a little bit, just cool it off, right. like five. Please just weeks.
2: hang over me. Don't do anything else, but just chill.
0: I don't want you touching me, but just sit there in the room. It's a little to cool voyeuristic. It off. Yeah, well. Uh, it's, you get, it's, you're getting lonely when you're turning 50. That's what happens. So this, these are I the kind of want conversations to you watch. have. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and I don't want to pay for it either.
1: Oh
2: God! But like Vinny said, there's there's a reestablishment of power when you go to the hotel, and like yeah. the, the so now hotel is having
0: fun in the hotel. Yeah, mat.
2: yeah. And the hotel is just a very unique environment. And I want to get into this a little bit with the Raider Nation as they uh, send us their advice on how to keep our energy bills down. <laughs> But in terms of the hotel shenanigans, whether you were in a, uh, in a hotel with your family, mm-hmm. maybe you were on an away trip with a team, maybe you're at the draft combine, because all these guys are probably staying in the same hotel, right? Yeah,
0: I'd have to think so, yeah. And so
2: like, I spent a lot of time doing travel hockey growing up, and mini sticks in the hallway was one of the, the things that raised me, right? Yeah. You want to talk about uh, sharpening your competitive skills? You haven't taken anything as seriously as you have in a, in a small little hotel hallway. And a Holiday Inn in North Dakota. Like you it's,
0: got all the equipment there, and let's get out in the hallway and have a game,
2: right? But we all have like these weird things that happen too. Like <laughs> I, I remember we were in a in Washington D.C. that my senior year when I was playing junior hockey, and my grandma went on this trip with me and and with the Minnesota Thoroughbreds, and we were playing like all the other you know U nineteen junior teams that were in our league in, oh, nice. in D.C. and uh, obviously to fuel my. Uh, Awesomeness in the net. I needed to go to specifically Panera for a baguette, so my grandma took me to do that. We walked there, and we were with a bunch of uh, other teammates as well. We get into the hotel elevator. I think it's a really good idea to say to everyone, we should jump at the same time.
0: Oh, while the elevator is is in- going up. Oh, good God, is
2: going up. And I think there's probably maybe ten of us. I don't know. I'm searching through my Facebook photos because I know we took a photo after all of this got done. Uh, we got <laughs> stuck. We got oh, stuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. and my grandma, bless her heart, I literally the best human of all time, very claustrophobic. How she handled this situation <laughs> of her seventeen-year-old granddaughter inciting. Uh, b- You know, an elevator riot, basically, the equivalent of just like, let's just jump.
1: And
0: perhaps her very worst nightmare. uh,
2: Correct. Correct. And there's teammates. There's other parents. We had to be rescued by the uh, fire department. (laughs) (laughs) We had to be pulled out because we were in between floors. Or maybe we had to slide down. I forget. Either way. But That was not one of my best ideas to do at the team hotel, but...
0: Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Shenanigans.
2: There's something about being there. Maybe you oh, were the that type so that great. locked your little cousin or younger sibling in the conjoining doors between the between the rooms. We all did it once. What role did you have? <laughs> You, you know, know you've
0: been there. You know you went. Th- you done things a little too far. You you had to go and have a little fun. And right. like hotel shenanigans are great because you can almost get away with it scot free. No one's going to notice the scuff marks of like you know on the in the hallways where a hockey game may have broken out, and there's going to be some scratches in the carpet, but nobody can really understand. And they got the money to repair it anyway. Right. For me, uh, there's a reunion that takes place at the. Uh, uh, at the first weekend of, uh, of April or perhaps sometimes the last weekend of March. This weekend it's, this year it's at the last weekend of March, and it's uh, 10 of us from Michigan State. We always get together, and we do our fantasy baseball draft, and we commiserate, and we, we do this reunion. Every year it's in uh, Las Vegas. This year's in Detroit, so we got outvoted. And at the Delano, we would stay. And on one of the floors that we were all kind of sequestered at, there was a bunch of boardrooms. At the end of the hallway towards the elevator shaft, mm-hmm. and we just kind of like bounced in there one day as we're getting ready to go, uh, you know, out on the town, and we're like, "Wow, this whole boardroom set up for like somebody's morning meeting tomorrow." And next thing you know, shenanigans and a bunch of adults who are like, you know, we're all in our 40s and we should not be messing around with people's workplaces and stuff.
2: But these are people you went to college with. So now you're 18. We lost it in there
0: and we wrote some of the most horrendous things on the board, on people's uh, no! uh, workbooks and things like that. It just we, we filmed it all. We had a huge laugh. Oh my and God. then we realized as we were leaving, like, oh, this stuff isn't erasing off the dry erase board. Oh, somebody put a permanent marker in here and we we're like wow this what is what year uh, was
2: this were there cameras
0: oh yeah there were cameras this was like uh, six seven years ago Oh, statue so, of
2: limitations so we Be were careful. like
0: we we it was all for it was like you know this crescendo of high laughing you know just screaming rolling on the floor to the moment of like panic and like they're gonna see us they're gonna see this horrible stuff that we've written and somebody had the bright idea of saying you know what my sister told me once if you take nail polish remover, mm-hmm. acetone, on a dry erase board, it will erase the permanent marker. So here's a bunch of us hustling down to CVS, grabbing the nail polish remover, and it worked. And so we kinda got off scot free and nobody was any the wiser except for the couple people that had to turn to page one and to see a diatribe on the you know, who knows what.
2: Yeah. Who knows what you guys drew on the I don't the even first want to say specifically Nobody's uh, ever seen super bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like,
0: but yeah, shenanigans happen. So yep. I want to see like how does this go down, and you know even when people have had like uh we you go and have like marriages and you have a wedding and the wedding party is there and you Dude. always want to mess up the bride and groom's room a little bit. We've done that before, where you put like before uh, they got in there, before they get in there, we kind of like you know we unscrew. So once they get
2: in there, you probably should leave them alone.
0: Well, you should. You but, should. But That's before then. You go into the bathroom and you unscrew the uh, the lever on oh the uh, my on, on the God. toilet. Are you kidding? So you can't uh, actually flush the toilet.
2: Oh, I was I Things was thinking like maybe you like manipulated the piping where it would spray them. I'm like that's <laughs> that's where I'm like, holy cow. Uh,
0: that was another wedding uh, that we oh, did. That and was we, a different Yeah, wedding. we put Saran wrap over the lid of the toilet, so yeah. you couldn't really tell. And next thing you know, oh, there's like the, there's the a pranks? mess all over the place.
2: There's also where you can leave a gift in the in the same area, and if you put some ice cubes in there, good luck oh, really? flushing that out of the system. Okay. Just put that in the back in case you ever need something. That was a, one of the shenanigans. That's a that's a team prank shenanigan
0: Hotel where you shenanigans. Who tells? We try to get into some...
2: each other's rooms and leave that. Yeah,
0: Have we can't fun. help ourselves. It's the not worst. something you think about premeditated, but they just happen. Yeah, and I would like to think for like
2: impulse. They're impulsive yeah. things. You're Like let's do this.
0: Vic Taffer to Tashan, and you know uh, Paul Gutierrez and and Vinny. Like what kind of shenanigans are they getting into? I hope they are. I hope they reach back into their childhood and become extremely childish in this moment.
2: Yeah. Well, put it it on the expense account. Yeah, put it on the expense account. (laughs) Must be nice.
0: It was a Panera. I swear that we boarded. I needed
2: the baguette. (laughs) This fuels my performance.
0: Okay, uh, Sal in uh, Arizona says, I live in Arizona. My wife keeps our home ice cold. It's so cold at my house, the local butcher asking if he can store excess meat products.
2: Yeah, Uh, as long as he leaves a couple fillets behind when he picks up his uh, inventory, right?
0: Yeah, the bacon-wrapped fillets. Do that, buddy. (gasps) Bacon on
2: steaks. Uh, Not my favorite, but to each their own.
0: Last year here in the Phoenix Valley, we had 28 straight days of 110-plus. It was so ridiculous, a mild summer actually sounds refreshing. You know what? Don't take my word for it, Marcus. I'm just gonna say, fill your mind with false hope, because uh, what we're getting ready for in Arizona and Las Vegas, it's like five months of of uh, unbridled hell.
2: Is yeah, what that is. It's it's a it's a safety concern going into your car, or even when you're reaching for a door handle. I learned that the hard way when I first moved out here. It's just like, oh, a door handle directly in the line of of, of sunlight. <laughs> yes. And I was just yeah. like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. But there's like you, you genuinely don't think that you need the um, the sun reflectors that you put up in your window of the car. Like if you do that back home, you get laughed at. Don't you get laughed at in Michigan? They if you don't do even that? have any content. They no. don't even sell You're that. Like, Who in the are stores. you? Yeah. It's like it, 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 that's that's like offensive. But you also keep your snow brush in your car year round. Like that. That's that's Midwest yeah. logic. Sure. Behind but the driver's every seat. Every year, seat I I sit there and like, is this the year I finally get. A window protector. <laughs> Is this the year that I finally do it? Because, like, it burns, it, it, it reduces the value of your car, but there's so many car parks around at the same time. But have you I tried just... to, like, h-
0: touch your steering wheel after it's been sitting in the yeah, sun for two hours? Exactly and it's that. like, I can't drive. I'm no, done. legit.
2: You got to wait for 10 yeah. minutes while it cools down. It, the. Vegas winter is er, Vegas summer is Minnesota winter, just opposite. Because you have to sit and wait for your car to warm up, anyways, in the winter time, ten minutes. Otherwise, that engine's going to crap out on you. And if you have less than a quarter of a tank, good luck. I've had cars shut down on me like that before.
0: They'll do it, and no one will help you either, because like you're on your own. Yeah. Because everyone else is in the same boat. Uh, Raider Dave in Denver says goldfish in the toilet tank, they'll flush into the bowl. Oh.
2: Genius. Never thought about hotel shenanigans. Commander Dave Endeavor. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't know how toilets work. And so that's that's a very interesting experiment to me. I'll try that today. Is it going to damage it if I do it? Because I have, I have goldfishies at my house right now. I have baby goldfishies.
0: I tell you what, they are durable.
2: They are. They're more I just don't want to clog anything. Again, I don't like calling my apartment to have work done. We, we've established this. I <laughs>
0: don't like them over. What yeah. What
2: are these orange crackers in here? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> right. you only not.
0: supposed to call us every four years, Lindsay. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get your hotel shenanigans up online, 702-365-9200. And on the phones, Eddie Borsilli from Sirius XM will join us at 8 o'clock. We'll talk to him about the Raiders and shenanigans, as well as uh, good things that are happening in and around Las Vegas. Of course, the keyword today here on the text line for you to win $2,024 is Rebels and call now at 702-365-9200 we'll hook you up with the two tickets for the world famous Nitro Cross that is coming to Planet Hollywood this weekend, March 1st and March 2nd we actually have the tickets for the championship on Saturday Nitro Dome at Planet Hollywood tickets available at Ticketmaster.com or you can call 702-365-9200 for Nitro Cross on Raider Nation Radio
1: Let's get back to the morning tailgate, the show that's better than an alarm clock to start your day.
0: Eddie Borsilli will join us in a few minutes from Sirius XM. We'll talk to him about the Combine and the Raiders in just a few minutes. Hit us up on the test line 702-365-9200, as well as on the phone. Same number, just like Darkside Don from North Las Vegas has done. Good morning to you, sir. Good
3: morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey, great. Awesome. you. Can you guys hear me good? Because I'm in the truck. Okay. Loud and yeah, clear, clear
2: my friend.
3: All right, all right. So it's funny. I'm. It's, y'all made me laugh because you brought up the, the hotel shenanigans, right? And I thought it made it brought me back to a point in in my 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 uh, summer the summer of my senior year of high school. So, Clay, remember I told you when I met Derek Brooks, I was at a I was at a um, a football summer camp called All Saints Defense. Oh yeah, uh, at the top for the top one fifty defensive players and offensive uh, one fifty defensive players on the west coast, top one hundred and fifty offensive players on the west coast in high school definitely included. So, um, we got it I got invited to this this summer camp. Um, it was in Menlo Park, California. So Ricky Waters was there, Sean Dawkins was there, oh, Derek Woods was there. a bunch, bunch of pros were there, right? So anyway, um, we get there, we're there for a week. We get there and there's a, a college volleyball team, women's volleyball team there. Uh-oh. Share, sharing the JC, uh, you know, sharing the JC area with us. So we're doing our summer camp and they're there doing their, their volleyball tournament or whatever. So to make a long story short, you know, being <laughs> in your high school, being highly recruited, I think I'm on top of the world. Sure. Everybody there think they're on top of the world, right? So, um I end up meeting this me and a couple of dudes. We end up getting tight. We still tight to this very day, as a matter of fact. So we end up getting tight, and we end up meeting a couple of girls at, from the volleyball team. And they're like, "Hey, come over to come to our room, whatever." And we're we all we have a curfew. Uh oh. <laughs> so. uh... Make a little story short, you know, dudes are gonna, men are gonna be men, dudes are gonna be dudes. We we end up like figuring out a way to get to the, to their hotel room, or the, to their uh, to the dormitory. Good man. But but the the best. It was easy getting out. It was hard getting back in. So one of us that decided not to go, he kind of got scared at the end. Like, nah, we are gonna get caught. And if we got caught, we just kicked out of the camp for sure. Okay. So he was like, Nah, I'm not gonna go. Um. What if we get caught? Whatever, whatever, I'm not going to go. So three of us left. We went. We ended up going. We come back just like 1, 2 in the morning. We're trying to get into back into the dorm to get to our room. We can't get in. So we're, we're like, gosh, oh,
0: you know, <laughs> what are we going to do?
3: What are we going to do? So our window, our dorm window was like on the second floor, so we started throwing rocks at the window, Boom. throwing rocks at the window. He finally opened, looked out, opened the door. Well, he can't, he can't open the door like that. So what did he end up doing? Pulling the fire alarm And everybody Oh was like, Wow <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what That's he a
0: friend just, for you though
3: <laughs> Yeah he was just Pulling the fire alarm Everybody comes out Of the dorm We end up Walking back in With everybody else Getting to our dorm room It rest and That That was the, year, my, the summer of my senior year of high school I should have knew then That I was going to end up Being in trouble yeah, <laughs> at that point but, I, but yeah, it, it, that was good times. But yeah, when you guys brought up the, the hotel, Cincinnati, that it made me remember that, and I kind of laughed at it. Wow,
2: thanks oh, for sharing. Well done on That's that time.
0: Thank you for that time. That's good.
2: And we don't condone pulling fire alarms, no, for reasons other than fire. For sure, it has to be like a crime or something, now, there, right now.
0: there is problems there. There's crimes. There's criminality involved. Yeah. but
2: some some people just have your back. Some people just have your back, right? And all I, honestly, if you're 18 years old and you have to go down that road, on mm-hmm. my way out, I would just throw a bag of popcorn in the microwave, turn it on for three minutes, and be like, "Oh, it burnt." See, because <laughs> how many times does a fire me. alarm go off in a dorm if you if you went to college because somebody burnt popcorn or somebody didn't add water to their Easy Mac? Did you ever run into that?
0: Oh God, what what happened? You want to talk about happens? people
2: that you were that really? I am fascinated how they get home alive at the end of the day. Are people that end up putting Easy Mac in the microwave without water in it?
0: <laughs> you know that's a, what, what happens when you put ramen in without water. It's the Same correct. thing, like
2: <laughs> correct. Well, and in ramen, it's the um, styrofoam cup too. So, like
0: that thing's melting.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then you open it up, you're like, God knows what kind of fumes I'm inhaling at this point. But if you want to cover up some stuff, God, I try for someone who didn't really get in trouble because I was too scared. I got some ideas.
0: Now I got some ideas. I got
2: some ideas. We were
0: inspired by Vinny, who is live in Indianapolis. He'll join us next for Eddie silly And what kind of hotel shenanigans can you get into on the road? We're finding a very nice list and uh, ones that are kind of surprising and some that are disappointing from friends of mine that are texting the show. We'll text head in. Coming up next in the second hour, it's Lindsay Vinny Clape.